Good morning, friends. Welcome back to our twice-a-week podcast on the Gospel of John. This will be the final podcast for the Gospel of John. And following this, Pastor Ming Li will be preaching on the final chapter of the Gospel this coming Sunday. Now today we are going to reflect and relate on John chapter 20 verses 1 to 29. This passage has to do with the good news about Jesus' resurrection on the third day after the crucifixion. Let us now read the passage. And as we read, I'd like you to imagine that you are observing the um, whole scenario at the distance of, you know, observing of everything that was going to happen. John chapter 20, verse 1. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there and the face cloth, which had been on Jesus' head. Not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. When the disciples were glad when they saw 
were glad. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is beheld. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God indeed. Let us pray. Lord, as we now reflect on your word, may you give us grace to understand and be convicted of your truth. Give us faith, give us the strength to put into practice that which we have been convicted upon, even as we go through and reflect and relate to this passage that you have given to us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now in the passage that we just read, we can observe that the, you know, the disciples reacted differently to the good news of Jesus' resurrection. Like for example, upon discovering that the one speaking to her was Jesus, Mary was so overjoyed. And she listened to Jesus' instructions and went off to tell the disciples the good news. Now for Peter, the text did not mention if he made any sense of Jesus miss missing from the tomb, even though he went into the tomb first. Now for John, we are told that upon witnessing the empty tomb, he believed. When Jesus appeared to a bigger group of disciples, they were glad that Jesus was resurrected from the dead. I mean, we're not really sure if these only refer to the disciples closest to Jesus. For the word disciples is used generally to mean the original twelve, as well as persons like Mary and Martha who followed Jesus as well. We only know that Thomas was not present among them. When Thomas heard from the rest of the disciples that they have seen the Lord, he did not believe until he had seen Jesus himself. He wanted to put his own hands onto the pierced side of Christ. But I guess he was already overwhelmed when Jesus appeared to him in the flesh. Now, however the reactions from the disciples, you'll notice that Jesus did not really rebuke them, but said that those who have not seen and yet believe will be blessed. He also breathed into the disciples and asked them to receive the Holy Spirit. Now the question is, does this contradict what was to happen at Pentecost later? 
Because we are told by Luke in Acts chapter 1 that the disciples were promised the Holy Spirit who was yet to come. I personally don't think there was a contradiction or is this a verse to mean that there is a two-stage receiving of the Holy Spirit. Because if you look at the book of Acts in totality, some receive the Holy Spirit sometime after they believe, some quite immediately. Now in this passage, I believe that you know, what Jesus was doing was to prepare the disciples for what was to happen at Pentecost. Jesus breathed unto the disciples to give them a sense of what was to come. Pentecost was and remained an important event as it initiates the gathering and the discipleship of believers. It was a clarion call for the beginning of the church and the sharing of the gospel. Now, my friends, do we remember the time when you were seeking and finally received the Lord Jesus Christ? Maybe right now you want to take some time to recall that moment in time. You know, were you like Mary who was so overjoyed uh, upon discovery that uh, the Lord is risen? Were you more like Thomas who was quite cool-headed, you know, looking for evidence but no less joyful for knowing that Jesus is Lord? Or were you like Peter who had so much passion for the Lord but sometimes, you know, he lacked understanding? And of course, in, book, uh, in the book of Acts, we can see that Peter um, grown spiritually and he was so, uh, later on, he was so full of uh, maturity, spiritual maturity and understanding and began to even lead the movement in the sharing of the gospel. Or were you like John, you know, who loved the Lord, you know, quietly but surely having faith in a God who saves you know, whatever your reactions back then, one thing is for sure. It does not change the truth that Jesus died for our sins. And he was raised so that those who believe can also be raised with him. And this is the good news that we should always cling on to. Because without this good news, being Christian loses its meaning. In fact, as we continue to walk with Jesus Christ, most of us might have experienced you know, some ups and downs where our faith is concerned. Yet no matter what we are going through, it is good to remember that the Lord is risen and He is always faithful. As Jesus said, Blessed are those who have not seen but yet believed. And as we believe, God the Almighty will lift us up where we, we are, especially when we are feeling so down and discouraged. He sends people to speak to us so that we can know which directions to go to. He mourns with us during the times where we experience losses. He gives us friends and a family to stand with us, to celebrate the goodness of God with us. God Emmanuel, He is always with us. You know, in the passage, what the disciples realised was that Jesus kept the promise He will be back with them. And based on such a miracle, based on such a promise, the disciples' faith grew so strong that many of them laid down their lives for the sake of the gospel. These disciples, they understood that the victory has been won. There is now no turning back to what was before. A new era 
A new era, the most important era, had begun and will continue until Jesus is back for the second time. But in the meantime, they want to be with the risen Lord and be His true messengers for the gospel to where they were called to be. I mean, sure, most of them will have stumbled here and there along the way, yet the Lord is faithful to preserve and protect them, for He is always in control. You know, my friends, I'm not sure where you are right now in the faith. If you're feeling discouraged and struggling with uh, perhaps a habitual sin, may I exhort you not to give up, but to continue to seek for Christ, for He is the risen Lord. And because He is risen, we who believe are given the grace and the power to overcome and abide in Him. Or you might be feeling hopeless due to a situation at the workplace or in the family. Call out to Christ, for He is already victorious, and He will give you the wisdom and the peace to follow through with such a problem for the glory of God. Or perhaps you feel that you are in a wonderful place, you know, with God right now. Then celebrate, then rejoice and go forth and be an encouragement and blessing to other people. Indeed, the Lord is risen. And sometimes the best words, even as we worship Him, as to Arthur, you know, will be like Thomas, my Lord and my God, and rest ourselves in Him. Let us pray. Lord our God, indeed we rejoice with the disciples of old that you are our God, you are our Lord. May you help us to always behold you. May you help us always to worship you in spirit and in truth. Keep our eyes on you, Lord. No matter what's going on in our lives, keep our eyes on you and never lose faith. For Lord, the truth and the fact, the reality is that Lord, you have risen and conquered and will be coming back again. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your grace, for seeing us true. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.